Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well then, welcome back you all. Here we are for the round 19 teams list. There's a lot going on here with, you know, a bunch of guys actually extending their their stay out on the uh, you know, on the sidelines there. We've got Pappy coming back. Um, you know, obviously a few of the guys rested from Origin are back. You can see it here from the screen Luai is also back. So, plenty happening. Also a couple of updates we want to talk about. Uh, dual position guys, some that are of interest. Jack Bird gets uh, you know, dual position status in the center and second row. Uh, so the edge, I should say. Um, and also Joey Manu gets center and wing fullback. So I think that's going to be really important. Well, both of those are, but especially the Manu one. Uh, you know, for anyone, we're seeing a few guys getting rested uh, after Origin. Obviously, this might happen randomly throughout this next couple of weeks. You see, um, yeah, we'll talk about the Storm team in a second. But you know, some guys will get rested week to week. Yeah, they might play these next three weeks and then get a rest in round 22 or whatever it is. So, you know, having those dual position players is going to be really important uh, through all those positions. And I think that Joey Manu one is going to help me out uh, a fair bit. But let's get into those round 19 teams. And we start with the Eels and the Raiders. And a little bit to talk about on the Eels side of things. We actually lose Mitch Moses. And NRL Physio has uh, just popped out a little post saying that it looks like he's actually fractured his back a little bit. Um, what he's saying, it doesn't seem, you know, it doesn't sound as bad as what it actually is, but it looks like he's probably going to have a three to five week stint on the sideline. And I actually think that probably constitutes close to a sell. Um, you know, if it's three weeks, then okay, that takes you, what, 19, 20, 21, and he comes back in 22. Um, is that enough to keep him when he's not one of the top, top guys in the, in the half position? Maybe not. I think if you've got sort of seven plus trades, I think you can get rid of him. If you have under that, it's probably worth holding, but it's a really painful one. And hopefully, you know, it's not any longer than that and he can come back ready for finals. And I, don't, I doubt they're going to they're gonna bring him back uh, too quickly as well. So that's that one there. Um, yeah, just a very interesting one, an interesting decision to make. Completely, you know, I think 50-50 on what you need to do, but based on your trades um, and, and your situation. If you're asking me in the comments, then just go back to this, uh, go back to this little chat here. I do lose Tom Opacek as well out for a week, it sounds like, uh, on that one. So, yeah, I think most people would have traded him out at this stage anyway. I've 
Unfortunately, on the Raiders side, we actually lose Savage, who's going to be out for the year. Unfortunately, had a really bad AC joint injury. Um, yeah, the majority of them are back in a couple of weeks, like you saw with Tohu, for example, or, or Chad Townsend. And unfortunately, he's uh, done it really bad. He's out for the year. So if you picked him up, um, unfortunately, you, got, you hopefully got a good score out of him last week. But if you were thinking about picking him up this week, then reverse those trades because he's out for the season. We see Rapana go back to the one position and he'll do okay on the wing or, or the one. He doesn't really change too much in terms of his scoring. A lot of times he actually gets um, you know, better run meters and stuff out of the uh, the wing position and gets uh, gets a nice trial too every you know every second week there. But yeah, that's about all on on the Raiders side of things. You've got guys like Hodgson who are doing well, Corey Harrower and Naira. I wouldn't be picking him up just yet, you know just this week at all. Uh, but if you have him, you're holding steady and hopefully he can pick up another really big game like he did last week against uh, you know against Fafita. Uh, just the more meters he runs, the more chances you know he runs so hard he's going to hit the tackle breaks and offload. So he's been great. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Reed Marnie is a really good pickup. Isaiah Papali, you need in your side. Also, Madison um, probably wouldn't be picking him up just because his scoring has been up and down, but he's been great as well. Moving along down to the next one, the Roosters and the Knights, and Tedesco comes back, which is great. I think he's a great pickup this week. Kalen Ponga over the next week or two will be a good one. He's going to lose a little bit of cash over the next few weeks with a high break even, so you don't have to pick him up now. Just be aware of that, but he's going to be one of your top guys to, to select come the back end of the year. And they've obviously had a couple of decent games in a row with the Storm and now the Roosters, so they will come up against some easier teams soon, and he'll be able to dominate as well. If you don't have Angus Crichton, for example, I think you need him in your side. Joey Mano, I wouldn't be rushing to get in your side, but if you have him in your team right now, I'd be holding steady uh, and using that dual position, which will be really good. We still don't see Pierce. It looks like it, you know, it could be a two- to four-week injury with his hamstring. You know, we, we know what those uh, you know, kind of injuries are like. And, and he won't be back for a little bit, unfortunately. Lower down in the order there, we see Connor Watson playing the 13 role. We lose Fitzgibbon. He's been put back to the reserves, which is interesting. So Mitch Barnett into the 12 role, Watson into 13, which is going to be ideal for his squad. Um, yeah, for, sorry, for his, for his gameplay, but he shouldn't, he shouldn't get any extra minutes, I'd imagine. Um, on the other side, Victor Radley, also a very solid option at a cheaper price. I think you know, you'd probably go Adam Fanua Blake just over Radley. Um, but you know, similar price point, they're both going to do pretty well. Are they going to be keeper level players? Maybe not. But if you need to do a bit of a downgrade uh, or want to, you know, gain get some cash in the bank to be able to upgrade in another position, then a Radley or a Fenuel Blake could be ideal pickups. So just keep that in mind as you're going along. So Cowboys in the Storm, not too much to talk about. Hamiso stays at the back with Holmes out for a while. He'll he'll play solidly. So will Dearden. I think they'll both score pretty well over the next bunch of weeks. But they're not going to be keepers, so I'm probably not going to pick them up. Lolo is, uh, had 360s in a row, and he's doing really well, so he's a good one to have in your side at a slightly cheaper price, but make sure you get like a Payne Haas or something like that before Lolo. Uh, in terms of our Storm team, we have a few things to talk about. We have Cooper Johns playing in the sixth role with, with Cameron Munster being rested in this game, and also Felice Cafusi being rested, so makes sense. I don't have to worry about yeah, using them against the Cowboys for one. Um, and it's probably a nice one to bring back Pappenhausen, who's been put in the 17 role. A few people are mentioning, you know, will he come on and um, and take over for Nico Hines? And Nico Hines is now a trade-out. I don't think Nico is at all. I think you can at least hold him for this week. And, and Pat might just be used off the bench for a little while anyway. I don't see there being much need to rush him back or for him to take over Nico's role. I, I think Nico has deserved this position in the team. And, and there's no reason why Pap should take that. I think there's every chance that he comes on for Jerome Hughes later in the game, uh, maybe a Cooper Johns or something like that, even if they might switch it before the game. And yeah, I don't know, you could put play, play Nico at six and play Pap at one, or you could 
do any combination like that or, or he just comes on and, and takes one of those guys' positions. I doubt he takes Nico's because he's the goal kicker as well. Um, yeah, I just I just don't see it happening. I see it happening for one of the other guys or he just comes on and plays a roving middle middle player, which is completely fine also. Still no sign of Harry Grant. You know, Brandon Smith's been amazing, so keep hold of him. And you know, he's almost a, a really good option as well. Hughes is obviously going to do most of the work in this game. Um, and it, I should, I, you, you should see a big game from Jerome also in this one. So that's that one there. Moving along, Rabbitohs and the Warriors there. Latrell, still a decent option. One of the cheaper guys in that... Um, one of the cheaper guys in that wing fullback position who has the chance to average over 50, I think, for sure. Um, is that there? Gagai is a decent option. Graham obviously came back, uh, you know, obviously got HIA and didn't get to play the rest of the game, so you might see a higher break-even from him this week. Walker and Reynolds I wouldn't be touching. Damian Cook, a few people are really annoyed with him and completely understandable. It was every chance he gets a big one this week. He's just had that up-and-down scoring the, the whole year. Something I'm really excited about is Cam Murray in this side, and I think he's going to be really, really strong for the rest of the year. Dual position guy at 670-odd K. If you need anyone under 700 K, I think he's your man in that position. If you haven't got a Payne Haas or something like that, I think, yeah, Cam Murray's going to be great playing big minutes in this side. They've got a few guys off the bench, but they're you know going to be covering more the middles um, and Tane as like your um, dual position, not dual position, um, you know, covering your utility covering the backs, for example. You see Josh Mansell come back into the team too, so welcome back to him. On the Warriors side, we see no RTS, which is really, I suppose, annoying if you're looking to keep him. But I'm, I'm going to trade him out personally, so that's okay. But yeah, obviously got pretty well rocked in that uh, in that tackle on the weekend. And we see Reese Walsh still staying in the one position. Cody Nikarima goes to six, Townsend to seven, um, which is completely fine. And we and we see Curran in the thirteen role. If he plays there or not, we don't know. But they have a lot of a lot of middles in this team who could who could cover that position. Jazz Tavanga goes to the nine role. Uh, I actually like him better in the thirteen, but. Yeah, a few people will look to pick him up, or Adam Fenor Blake, or Lodge, and I completely understand that. Just remember, there's two of the last three weeks they've both had to play really big minutes because of a Tohu injury when they lose 60 to 70 minutes out of one of their middles. So um, just keep an eye on that one, and, and they're not going to score that well every week. Adam Fenor Blake's probably the better one at a cheaper price. So uh, that's about all on that side of the ball. Uh, Eagles and the Tigers. So we see Tommy which comes back. I think everyone needs him in their side. I'll be bringing him in finally this week. Uh, to get him in his side. Ruben Garrick moves back to the wing for the rest of the year. He'll still score well, but I don't see the, the amazing scores that we've been seeing from him. Obviously, against the Tigers, there's every chance he does it again. Um, but against some of the better sides, I'm expecting a couple of lower games, which yeah, will, will happen every every second or third week. Keeps defying me at the moment. It keeps doing so well. So, yeah, hopefully it keeps it up for anyone who owns him. DCE is a great one to bring in this week. If you're looking for a half, him or Hughes is going to be great. I wouldn't uh, make you choose either one for sure. Uh, Olaquatu's been solid, just up and down though uh, with the scoring, so still averaging high. But um, if you can ride that roller coaster and hopefully you can get a couple more really big games, then awesome. If not, then don't worry about picking him up. If you've got Shustar, he moves back into the 12 role, which is completely fine and what we were thinking he was going to be. So I'd still be expecting a 50 average. We'd lose Carl Lawton, so there's not, that the chance of him coming on to cover Shustar is, is going to be a no. So you'd expect close to 80 minutes out of him um, and, and some of the minutes being. Yeah, shared between, yeah, obviously the the middles there would to power and Paseca will play lower minutes and just be who, will it be Olaquatu to play 60-odd? Will it be Schuster? Not exactly sure because they do have four players to, to rotate those minutes with. So that's interesting to think about. I'd still be playing Schuster though. He's just got that X factor, especially against the Tigers team who aren't very good, to be fair, even though they won on the weekend against the um, against the Broncos. Uh, for looking at their side, we've got Dane Laurie who you could hold on to if you still have him. I wouldn't be picking him up. Adam Dewey... Um, been great 
when he plays a six. So I wouldn't be pushing anyone to go against him. I don't think he's going to score as well against the Manly side. Obviously, against you know Broncos, getting five tries, that's not going to happen again. He'd be lucky to get one against the Eagles team. Uh, so just keep that in mind when you're picking up Adam, is that he'll play really well against... You know, he'll score amazingly against the, the bad teams just because he's so dominant, and then he'll score, score okay against the better team. So I'm expecting an okay score in this one from him. Um, who else we got here? Lucy Lailua, if you're holding him, that's completely fine. Just be aware that... He did score a try, which got him got him to fifty on the weekend. And um, you know, if he didn't get that lucky sort of you know line break try, which was twelve points and to maybe you know thirteen with the extra meters, then he'd be somewhere in the in the high thirties. So just be aware of that when you're looking to you know muck around with with Lucy. Moving along, Panthers, Broncos, Jerome Luai comes back, which puts Matt Burton back into the center. So I suppose that was something that we thought would happen. Anything else on this side? Not really. There's no Cleary in sight yet in the twenty one. Uh, but over the next few weeks, we should see him coming back. And you know, anyone who held on to him, you'll be, you'll be hoping for him his return in round 20 for sure. On the Broncos side of the ball, Tyson Gamble's been really good. Keep milking his cash that he's making and the scores are awesome. Stags and Farnworth, decent players there. But really in this team, you're looking at Payne Haas as a great option. Other than that, no one really to, to get excited about. TC Rabadi's in the 17 roles. Hopefully you don't have to play him this week. Uh, Xavier Coates was on the uh, in the 21 all right, Dragons, Titans. So on this side of the ball, we got uh, Jaden Sullivan actually playing this week. So Corey Norman's out. So Ben Hunt should hopefully do the majority of the kicking and play a lot better this week and you know, should score pretty well against the Titans, I would imagine. Matt Dufty's back. Thankfully, we don't lose Jack Bird this week. He may, he must be. We must be losing him next week. So just keep an eye on those type of guys as to who's in and out this week. Um, so yeah, we lose Norman, Ford, Farmer with the Army. I'm not sure if all of them were for... Um, the suspension? Let me know if they are. I think they all are. Anyway, um, yeah, so just keep an eye on that. We'll lose Bird the next week. And on the other side of the ball, Titans, we lose Jamal Fogarty. I, from what from what we've been told by Neural Physio is he's going to be, he was close to being able to play this week and obviously he hasn't been named. But following that in round 20, it looks like he should be back. So if you can, you, you can definitely hold him like if you're able to and you, and you have a 17 playing, I think you could, should definitely hold him. I'm probably looking to just make the one trade this week with RTS to uh, to Wevich. So I'd probably be holding uh, uh, holding Jamal Fogarty, not Taylor. In that one, Greg Marzu's back for this game after his injury. Uh, Fafita's still there. I probably wouldn't be trying to captain him this week just because they're not sure what's going to happen. But you watch, he'll get like 80 or 90 this week and a lot of people will jump off him and captain someone else and they'll get injured or something. So um, congrats to Toby Sexton for getting his debut, it looks like. So congrats, mate. Um, who else we got? This last one? Looks like it, yeah. Dogs and the Sharks. So the dog side of things, nothing really changes. We got Jackson in the 12 roll, Thompson in the 13. So who knows if that'll change uh, come come game day. But you know, imagine Thompson's a middle, so I don't know who they'd move into that 12 jersey. It doesn't look like they have many options. They have Stimson on the bench, but he's you know, every time he plays, he gets dropped anyway. So there's that there. Not too much else to talk about on the dog side of the ball. On the shark side there, we have Raymond as a great option still. Uh, Johnson, we've spoken about a few times, and just you know what's happening with, with his kicking uh, in general play, and also his goal kicking is, is a little bit annoying. So with the Mo- if you're someone who has Moses and Johnson, I think you know, you've got to deal with Moses first before Johnson. If you have like seven plus trades, you can maybe look at it at moving Johnson on just with the way you know, the team makeup is right now with, with Trindle doing a fair bit of the work. So keep that in mind, but 
he'd be losing sort of 10, 10 to 15 points at the moment, which is, which is frustrating. He'll still be able, should be able to do okay, but, you know, can he average 55-plus every week? I don't think he can anymore, so that's the annoying part. Uh, if you've been asked me to talk about Teague Wilton, and I've spoken about it in the past, that just, when he plays this role, he's going to be you know pretty well up and down. He's going to get a couple of 50-odds, and he'll get the 30-odds. So for me, he's not a keeper at this stage. Yes, if he could average 55 every week, he could, but I don't think he can. I think he's going to be a mid-40s kind of guy in this in this sort of 80-minute role or close to it. And if that's the case, he's not a keeper. You're not going to be playing him each week or confident in playing him each week. You're not going to be able to gain money from him to then be able to trade him out because we just don't. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 